0: Your host, as usual, Sean, and I'm here with P. Bush and Zoo.
1: How are you guys doing? Doing all right, man. Just came off uh, an intramural volleyball championship, repping <laughs> uh, Chicago. You know, had to nice. uh, get out there and have a good time before we jump into uh, a little NBA topics. So it's yeah. been a good week, man.
2: Oh, yeah. The NBA finals looking beautiful again. Giannis putting up some superstar performances, Woo! man. Even though you can't shoot,
0: you could get dunks,
1: man. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Finds point away. blank
0: range. Point, range. Yep. Uh, point blank range for uh, Giannis. But we're going to get into that. You know, right now the game is actually on. Uh, Bucks versus the Suns, game four, kind of a pivotal game for the Bucks if they want to stay in the series. But uh, actually, it started in game two with Giannis and his just 40 point, you know, 10 plus rebound games that he put up. Just incredible, considering, like Zeus said, can't shoot worth a lick. Not really a good free throw <laughs> shooter. So a lot of his points have been on two point shots. And I kind of wanted to ask the guys. Their thoughts on the series so far, Giannis' performance, and how they see the series going. And uh, I wish I'm gonna start with you,
1: man. Man, I mean, you know, we kind we talked we kind of talked about Game One last week, but you know, Game Two was tough, man. Giannis doing his thing completely. I mean, he just ran the show. Um, you know, forty plus minutes, forty plus points. Uh, I think around twelve rebounds, could be a bit more than that. But man, just. I don't know what's going on with, you know, Middleton and Holiday there, but, you know, the inconsistency in the gameplay is just, you know, I don't know if they're getting the jitters. I mean, they've 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 both shown up in big moments. I know Drew Holiday's stats overall haven't shown to be that promising this postseason, but he's hit some big shots for them in, in multiple games. And Chris Middleton's done his thing, you know, carried him a little bit there when, when Giannis was out. So, you know, it, it's tough to watch, especially in game two, just because of how well Giannis played because he is – Somehow, I mean, as you guys both mentioned, he can't shoot or lick, man, and he just finds a way to score 40, and he's doing it efficiently, and he's he's keeping his team in the game. I think they do need to step up the defensive end. I know that they kind of rebounded on that, uh, you know, pun intended, obviously, uh, in game three and just blew the Suns out. But, you know, game two was was a bit of a scare for me, go, them going down 2-0, but, hey, they're fighting back, and, and this is, like you said, Sean, pivotal game four coming up. So, the the two other stars on their team that are making way too much money for the gameplay that they've been having, they need to step up. They need to be the ones to take the load off of Giannis or else this series is gonna is gonna be over uh for the for the Bucs. So I don't know about that, Zoo. I don't they know. About read by mind, man.
2: Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday? Yeah. Combined to make over seventy million dollars a year. And they have been Role player consistency, man. You have good games and then you have a bad game, good or bad. Like There's a reason why these guys are not perennial all-stars because they have off games. They don't show up every night. It's like every other game or every two games they have a good game, especially Chris Middleton because when he shows up, he plays like a superstar. When he doesn't show up, he plays like a bum. Like He doesn't have any middle game. He doesn't get like 20 consistently. And and his his name is Middleton.
1: Come on. have a bit of middle ground
2: <laughs> man he got no middle ground man he got highs and lows and what Giannis yeah. is doing like shout outs to DeAndre Ayton because he's the only guy that can guard Giannis he's done a terrific yeah. job holding him less than 50% shooting from the field and and when you when limit Giannis 50% from the field those are dunks and layups that he's contesting That's like he, he and Jack can have shots I mean, DeAndre Ayton's defense and when he got into foul trouble he got smaller guys like Jay Crowder and like Mikel Bridges guarding Giannis who's a six eleven. So like Giannis pretty much playing power forward center now in this series, and he has been dominant at that position. And the Suns got nobody outside of Aiden to guard him. The problem is if Aiden gets in foul trouble, they're screwed because they don't have true. They don't have a true center off the bench. Like without, without Dario Sarge, who's more right. of a power forward, a tweener, he's out with an ACL injury. They don't have a true backup. Like who's their backup? Like they don't have a backup big school. man to play defense. Like who is it? There's nobody, so like DeAndre Ayton is probably the most irreplaceable player on the Suns team because they don't have a true backup to back up DeAndre Ayton. And if DeAndre Ayton's guarding Giannis, he's gonna foul him a bunch of times in the free throw, and send him to the free throw line because this guy just camps in the paint. And Giannis has been playing a lot better when he decided not to shoot three point shots and not to shoot his mid ranges and jacking them up because every time he shoots those, guys, you're letting the defense off the hook. And if he yeah. gotta be attacking, like if Giannis is not attacking, he's irrelevant. But when he's attacking, he's putting up Shaq numbers, man. Like like, he's like, like like, the 40 and 10 games, like, it has been done since, like, Shaquille O'Neal. Back-to-back 40-point games, LeBron James and Shaquille O'Neal. Like, Giannis has joined that group. Historically, what he's done in the last two games has been historically great. And it was such a wasted effort, that game, too, that they weren't able to get a W because no teammates showed up for Giannis. Like, it was Giannis and a bunch of nobodies. So, Right now, Giannis got to be dominant, and he needs to set two other complimentary guys to step it up. I ain't calling them stars. I'm just calling them complimentary starters now, man. They don't deserve the star name because they haven't uh-huh. showed up. They get star money, but they're playing like starters, not even great starters, average starters.
1: Yeah. Well, Zoo, you, I thought you brought up a good point there because you know, Aiton being the most irreplaceable player on their team right now in this series, right? You know, obviously – Chris Paul has been the most pivotal player on this team. It brought them to where they are. If, if the Suns win, right, they will be the team with the worst preseason odds to ever win a championship to come Crazy. out on top. Absolutely ridiculous. I That's don't insane. think people thought that they could turn this around within one year, maybe in like a two-year span if he would have stayed and you know taken the player option. But, Zoo, back to your point about Ayton real quick is the Suns are kind of in a rock and a hard place having him guard Giannis because you got to follow him and make him go to the line. If Aiton racks up too many fouls, you got nobody behind him, as you said. So, you know, how do you play it? That's why they just got to get good contests up, try the double team. He, he, Giannis is so shifty, he just works right around it. We saw that multiple times, and he's somehow, at, you know, at the elbow, and then he's at the rim in like half a second. So I agree, zoo They, they got to continue to play Aiton aggressively, but keeping in mind that they don't have Saric, who is not the best person to be guarding Giannis if he was healthy. Not say where well, I don't think we're saying that he would be, but they don't even have a, a, you know a, a, yeah. a, an average backup. Right? Yeah, a backup, I remember backup. now. Frank Kaminsky is there the backup. you go. There's a reason why I forgot right to say Frank Kamen. Another tweener, another tweener Ooh. though, too. It, he would he would get roasted, he doesn't have the lateral quickness. I don't think he does, at least. And as we Nobody mentioned, does. I think class- Frank doesn't
2: even think he got the lateral and,
1: quickness, man. Yeah, and and we said last week that Aiton is extremely talented on his perimeter and you know the the help defense right on the perimeter and all that. So of all the big men that I could put up against, if you're talking pure centers against Giannis, I think Aiton might be your best option in the league to play him. Uh, but it's still a tough task. Giannis is averaging forty and eleven right now in the past couple cool. games. And he's off to, I think, a double double start almost nearly already. So he's got eight and six right now in game four. So he's well on his way to have a ni- another nice game, another nice double double. And what surprised me
2: yeah, what surprised me most was his free throw shooting, man. Yeah. He was actually, it actually looked decent for once, yeah. man. He shot it with confidence. He didn't shoot it with like 12 seconds on him. Oh. Like, like he he yep. actually shot it decently quick. I don't know, he got in rhythm at home. Nobody's doing the one, two, three chanting because hey, want- <laughs> <A little>, they're a <laughs> little—they're
1: a little fast. Yeah, they're a little fast, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh man, no chanting for you He actually got in rhythm and was draining them with confidence. That ain't gonna last though, because he's no. a broken free throw shooter, and what- and especially when he goes back on the road. Yep. They're gonna do the chanting. It's gonna get in his head again. He's an awful free throw shooter, and I think on the road he's gonna struggle even more. So. My oh my, like, Giannis at the free throw line. Yeah, Yeah. like, right now, like, I'm yeah, Giannis needs to get it done at home. Like, home court has never mattered more in the playoffs than right now because of this free throw shooting. Because it's in his head, because Giannis shouldn't be that bad at the free throw line. Not that, not that bad. Yeah, less than 50% (laughs) shooting, man. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, you should be at Shaq level right now. Like, you're at Shaq level, so you got to step it up. But my oh my, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the least skilled shooter ever, is balling. Is balling right now. I got to give him props up. for that, man. He's killing yeah. it right now. If he wins a title this year, man,
0: wow. It puts in a, a wow. different stratosphere. Back to back for the brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Actually, I forgot the other Laker brother or the other guy was on it. Got a ring first, Lakers. man. But you and know what? Was I go so back happy to for him. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna go back to is if you go back to the draft, and I don't know how it, it would affect the finals, right? but the phoenix suns had a draft because i just looked it up they had a guy named Jalen Smith. he's like a stretch big right she's a bunch of three i think he's from like maryland they had a chance to get tyrese halliver could you imagine if they had him i don't think this i think they i don't i think the series is still playing out how it's playing out but i think in terms of you guys is talking about how there's no one behind Aiden. well i feel like say for instance dario Saric still gets hurt he was already on the team if they had another playmaking guard to help out Booker and Paul. I think by this time you had three guards. And I feel like, even though I'm not saying Kaminsky is like this guy that can give you some really solid numbers off the bench, but I think he could be helped by another playmaking guard. Plus, that probably would have helped Chris out with rest and things like that. And I don't know if campaign would have had the chance to break out. I mean, if you want to argue campaign might have been better than Tyrese this year, who knows? But I think that could that was a big factor because they got they drafted a big guy. Who's not like a traditional big, but he's a big guy that could have played behind Aiden to just eat up those minutes. And I mean, I don't know if he's in the G League or if he's just on the end of the bench, but that's really kind of that might be a reason if like the Bugs win. That's a huge reason They have nobody to help DeAndre, to be honest. Which I mean, it's line. hard for DeAndre to defend me honest. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, you because so. you want to follow him, right? Mm-hmm. You want to follow him once in a while to make him get to the line, but yeah. I, honestly, it. You know, we're not watching the game live right now. At least I don't have it on. You know, I'm just monitoring the score. But, I, you know, if I was them at home, I would not be following Giannis. To be completely honest, he's he's hitting his free throws in Milwaukee. So I would just have Aiton put massive pressure on him, force him to take tough shots and just try not to to allow any dunks. Because at the end of the day, if you can force him to take his little hook shot, you know, his – his makeshift hook shot is he's kind of patented his own little move there uh it's not it's no kareem mask, right but hey it works for him so you know he's putting up 40 a game so i can't hate but uh yeah no that, sean that's a great point i don't think halliburton would have broken out the way he did just playing on a king's team that was just kind of a blank slate you know that's why he was able to really make a nice showing out this year but if he was on the Suns, hell yeah. I mean, they, they would have a great bench, man. They would have one of the best benches in the league if he was coming off of it and he was playing at the level that we saw him play this past year as a rookie. Yeah. So I mean hindsight's 2020, 20, of course. Um, I know they Sarich could be end up being a, a bigger injury than we we expected. Um, you know, the effects of it. But at the same time, you gotta work with what you got. And yeah. if you're working with Ayton, then you're you're doing you're doing just fine, I think, especially, you know, since they were able to take the first two. That was big, but I think we all thought that Milwaukee would make the comeback in Milwaukee. That was really gonna. Be, it was gonna be a home court advantage type series. We knew that from the start, especially mainly because of Giannis's gameplay and the pressure that Phoenix was going to be giving him in their fan base. So, if it if it just keeps trading off, I don't mind that kind of series going seven. I, I, that would be yeah. that'd be a good finals, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I want seven games, man. And you know what that means? Scott Foster is gonna be coming back as hey, referee, man. man. The anti Paul, baby. He's gonna stat. be coming yeah. back, baby. This series is gonna go stat. longer, man. NBA needs that money,
0: man. Of course. That they is do, an man. insane stat that he's 0-12 with Scott. Yeah. That is Dude, crazy. You don't think he could have won one game? That's that's just why. Dude, he'll, I think he'll, it's in game they will do, back.
1: Back.
0: He'll oh, do game six. I swear to God, it's gonna happen,
1: He's gonna yeah. be
2: back and The streak is gonna continue, man. Yeah,
1: they'll put they'll put him on Game Six when the Suns are up three two. Yeah, that's what I think they're gonna put. I I think it's very realistic. (laughs) It's very realistic because because to that point, right? It's not putting him as Game Seven, which is the the pivotal game, right? They just wanted to make it to a Game Seven, right? So you put him on Game Six, and uh, the Bucks pull it out, you know, and allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Got it. Got a caveat. There, there. there is no
0: humanly possible way that they would like. I know he, I could see a game six, but if like somehow he wasn't on game six and there was a game seven, and Scott Fischer was Chris Paul being the president of the player Association is not allowed. <laughs> Yo. He would almost boycott. I mean, I don't think he boycott game seven, but it would be damn near close if that happened.
1: No he way. might get. He might get a couple technicals. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, like just throw me out right now because I just have. I feel like I have issues. I do think that's a mental mind game that. You know, Chris is going to have to overcome because this is kind of, I'm not a huge blame the refs guy. Uh, And I haven't watched enough Chris ball games with Scott Foster to like have an opinion, but that is a wild stat that he's 0 12 with Scott Foster refereeing. So I don't know. It's just something we have to look into. Uh, We were speaking about injuries earlier, and uh, we're going to make this smooth transition into Kawhi and his, you know, it was diagnosed as a sprained knee, which come to find out was a partially torn ACL. And misdiagnosis, um, this is, man. Yeah, that's that. And that's a crazy misdiagnosis considering it's your star player and it's a guy who's had like, you know, his battles with the San Antonio Spurs in terms of not trusting the doctor and things like that. So it's pretty interesting that the Clippers, you know, I guess promised him all this stuff about, you know, their medical team being great. And this is what they did. So uh, Kawhi has so many options. He has these opt outs, opt ins. You know, I'm not really smart enough to know about all the options he has in terms of what he should do. But um, I would ask the guys, if you were Kawhi or, you know, if you're the GM, whatever, whatever role you want to play, what would you do? Would you, you know, give them no no extension, opt in, do whatever, would you do a one and one would you, you know, let them walk? How would you play this Kawhi situation in the I'm going to ask you.
2: Max contract, baby. Max contract, man. Superstars make the game. The Los Angeles Kippers do not own their first-round pick for, like, the next half decade, man. Like, you can't even rebuild if you wanted it to rebuild. You went all in with Kawhi Leonard. You built a pretty damn good roster around him. You got the second star, great role players, shooters and defenders. You got even got some bigs and smalls, 3 and D-type guys. Flippers are loaded. Like, if they stay healthy, I think they would have won it all, especially this year. This year, yeah. my God, they had the biggest upside I've ever seen with the Utah Jazz after Kawhi Leonard got injured. They won two straight games against the Utah Jazz, who was balling. So, this, this Clippers team is locked and loaded, and they gave up their future for the present. And you got to take that risk of the NBA. You got to go all in. When you're trying to win that championship, you got to put all your chips in the middle. If you've got reserve chips, you ain't winning at all. You can't have reserves on deck. You got to go all in. And I, I, I applaud Steve Ballmer for going all in. And if Kawhi Leonard stays healthy, which is a big f, because this dude has a serious—he uh, got a history of knee injuries, and it's p- piling up right now. At yeah. the ankle injury, knee injury, like San Antonio Spurs. Oh my goodness! Like his history of injuries are getting longer and longer, and he got a low pain tolerance. Like this dude, when he gets injured, he sits out games. So, my it's gonna be. It might be a, in the la- last couple of years when Kawhi Leonard gets up or in age, it might hurt a little. But you're paying him forty million dollars. But if you give your chance chance to win a championship, you go all in, all in. Yeah,
1: you have to. I mean, we that's what the Bucks did, right? We talked about that when they went all in for Drew Holiday, which has been a bit of a, a, a bit of a shaky start with their uh, with their relationship so far. But hey, they're in the finals. If you know, they win it right. all, it's all worth it. 160 it it is doesn't worth it. exactly everybody will say it, it's the greatest trade of all time, right? They'll set aside his three for nineteen game, and you know things will move on to uh, the twenty twenty one NBA season. So, but. No, Zu, I agree with you. You got to pay up. You know, there's a reason Steve Baldwin's a billionaire. He, he takes risks, right? We saw the risk nearly pay off. I think, Zu, I agree with you once again. If Kawhi stays healthy. Um, you know, if Zubac, you know, stays healthy. I think that they have the best shot to beat the Suns and knock them out of the West and then subsequently take out the Bucs. Um, it, it, it was a season of injuries, and the Clippers, unfortunately, were one of the last teams to succumb to those injuries, and it was just at the worst time right now as you said zoo i mean he's got i i don't like his how he handles his injuries and i don't know if i'd call it a low pain tolerance i think he's look man his body's his career and and you have to treat it that way right or else he's he's done making money now granted he's he's set to make 103 million over the past two years and then upcoming this year it's a damn a lot of money you could live off of it for the rest of your life but Kawhi wants another championship he's that type of a competitive person he does not care if they win a couple games in a, you know, Western semis or Western conference finals. He wants the championship. We've seen him win a couple already, but I think, you know, man, he goes to a place and he wants to win them a championship. He has yet to do that for the Clippers. That would arguably be the biggest franchise to win a championship after one of these two teams that are in there right now wins. I mean, the Clippers, I don't think have ever won. Nah. And ha- I don't think they've never been to a finals. Never been, right? to, finals. Never been never to a never finals. finals. So look, You know, they, I think it was their, one of their first Western Conference finals this year. Ever. Right. And ever. Yeah. There you go. First one. And they were without their best player, as we've, you know, shouted out many times, Paul George. Massive performance for them. And if he stays playing that way, Clippers, book them, man. They're, they're the favorite out of the West next year, in my opinion. I think the, unless the Lakers just pull off some unbelievable moves and get Damian Lillard or something like that, which, hey, man, you never know. With (laughs) With LeBron's recruiting. Who the hell knows, man? But I agree, Zoo. You got you to gotta pay up for a guy like Kawhi. He's one of, you know, there's not many players that get offered a player option. You know, that, that's a big deal when you have your own decision, right? I think that's what's coming up, right? Is this player option. Mm-hmm. Player I think it's Durant, option. Durant, LeBron, CP3, man. Those are three of the bigger guys that have gotten player options lately, and all rightfully so. So I think you do have to pay Kawhi. It could hurt down the road, as you said, Zoo. But look, man, you got you gotta plan for the next one to two years because this is the best team that they've had in a long time. It's ever. I think ever. For sure.
0: Definitely ever. I think too, the momentum with the Clippers, you know, like Kawhi, because a lot of people, I don't think, thought he was gonna be signed with the Clippers when he did. So I think they're actually moving into a new building in the, in the next couple of years. You kind of want to have some momentum going into the building, whether that's a championship or not. You gotta have something to sell. Not saying Paul George can sell, you know, some type of tickets in a arena, but you don't want to do that. But I, I just don't understand, or like Kawhi in terms of how he operates. I'm kind of out of the business of being like, okay, I think this is what he should do because I just don't think he he's wired like everyone else. Like I think the LA factor and him being home, and I think he's got a, or I don't think he's from LA, but he's got a home in San Diego, so he's got all that going for him. I kind of understand that. Like if I'm Kawhi, I'm going ahead and getting that whatever four year or whatever, and I'm signing that because I don't know what my health could be. But it wouldn't shock me if he opted out or get like a one and one, and then like you know maybe try because I don't know if he comes back next year. Considering how he did with San, San Antonio, he has a partial torn ACL. That means that puts him probably around the playoffs. I don't see it, especially the Clippers without because you know I don't know who the Clippers are because Reggie Jackson I don't think coming back. He's going to get a bag. Like, unless unless he wants to play for championships, I guess, and he's signed for less, somebody's going to give him a good contract, so he's out of there. Um, Terrence Mann takes a huge leap. Maybe that changes some things, but I don't know where the Clippers are going to be because, you know, like the West, man, it's so brutal. Everybody's going to be getting better. You figure Pelicans may come up. Memphis, you know, they might have a shot in the play-in, but then it's like you're going to be looking at Kawhi like, okay, after we get to the play-in, you're going to be able to play? You're going to play these couple games to get us into the playoffs? So – yeah. I don't know, it's going to be real interesting to see his timetable and how he comes back. But it would not shock me one bit if he opts out and goes somewhere else. It wouldn't shock me one bit. I wouldn't be like, oh, man, that's insane. It, like, that's not news. I feel like Kawhi is a hard.
1: He's a hard person to predict, and yeah. I, I kind of like that. Shock
0: me. Yeah.
1: Look, man, he, he has no outside news coming at him. Yeah, Absolutely. he got no weekend. He doesn't have – He got no linking. They yeah. ask him, they're like, you see your poster dunk on social media last <laughs> night? He's like, no. No, I didn't because I don't have social media, right? He's just got his family. He's got his job and he's trying to preserve what he has for his job that's why he's I, I know a lot of people think he was a drama queen in you know in San Antonio and i think you know there were instances of that for sure i just think him and pop didn't get along but that's if you're if you're injured and it's you know i thought when it was first reported that it was reported as an acl tear i thought that, that that's what they reported and then they backtrack to a sprain and now they're back to the partially they were fears of
2: being the, right yeah exactly it was they, that's all they were
1: talking about but then they say sprain now they're saying partially torn look man he could come back in 7 to 8 months if he's got that you know he's got the least amount of outside noise ever he can just focus and i think that that helps a lot um not saying that it makes you get better faster but he just doesn't have to focus on any of the the stupid stuff and can really just focus on getting better training rehab and all that stuff getting through the surgery and all that so I mean, I I wouldn't blame him if he leaves, but at the same time, this could be the best place he could go to, where they somehow now apparently have some chemistry on the Los Angeles Clippers. Who who would have known after the bubble playoffs last year, man? They had zero chemistry, and then a couple, you know, half a year later, man, and they're they're in the Western Conference Finals. So this could be his best spot. But as you said, Sean, unpredictable.
2: Man, if Kawhi Leonard leaves, I'll be the biggest middle finger ever to his city, man. (laughs) He screwed. He would have screwed yep. over that franchise because they yeah, gave him price. everything that he wanted. <laughs> yep. Dude, they fired everything. the coach for him, man. They got the second star for him, man. They got the role players for him. Like, he got everything he wanted. And yep. if he bounces after two years, that looks so bad, man. He wanted to would. play at home. Hey. He's from the LA area, man. He had it all. If he leaves, oh.
1: Hey, they, they, they knew that he was getting a player option. He did that for a reason. Man, that would be crazy. And man. he's that just, good. He's that I'm, good because you man, saw what thought, he did in a one-and-done with Toronto. And the Clippers are like, hell yes, yeah, sign me up for that. Man, I just thought of it. What if he goes to the Dallas Mavericks? They have cap space. It's possible. That'd be Holy nasty.
2: <laughs> oh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard likes Luka Doncic, man. He's got yeah. a lot of respect for him after yeah, that playoff series, man. A guy dropping 40, 10, and 8 on a regular basis – Kawhi Leonard, Dodge.
1: Oof, that'd be a nasty combo. But you know what? They need to ship Kristaps out to get some other young stud in, man. Because I do not, I don't give a damn if Kristaps is your third option. It's still not good enough, man.
2: Man, gotta make a call to the Sacramento Kings, man. Gotta uh, make some calls to
0: the dumb franchises to make see if they make a move for Kristaps.
1: Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of moves, you know transition to this last topic, Lonzo Ball, who, you know, came into the league with a lot of hype, you know, I felt like he was a little overwhelmed in L.A., got traded to the Pelicans, and he's really improved his game. Now, I haven't watched Lonzo as much when he went to New Orleans, but, you know, looking over some of his stats, he really improved his three-point percentage by a lot. Uh, You know, it's kind of an average free-throw shooter, uh, which I guess he can improve on, but, you know, his calling card is defense. But the thing about him is he's improved in so many areas that now i think teams are gauging interest in like him being like a car or a fit you know i've seen you know of course chicago i've seen the lakers i've seen the clippers i've seen golden state I've seen so many teams look at uh, and i think too whoever ends up offering him uh, i think the word out is they're not i think new Orleans is less likely to match so wherever he i guess whoever gives him the this the type of contract that he wants he's probably going side and going to that team so i wanted to ask the guys i already know where they're going but just for fun, I want to ask the guys what they think is the best fit for Alonzo Ball, and uh, I guess, you know, his type of role as a starter with a, a potentially new team. And people, I'm going to start with you, man. Or, so I'm going start with you. I'm going start with you.
2: The Chicago Bulls, yeah. baby. We need a true point guard that can yeah. hit three pointers and play defense. And is past first, man. First, yeah. Him and Zach Levine would be a beautiful combination, man. This guy's got length, and some perimeter. He's a really good perimeter defender. He fixed his shot. Like, it's impressive. He he works hard over the gym. Like, Ben Simmons could take some lessons from Lonzo Ball. Because the dude was shooting sideways, man. And now he shoots correctly, and Uh. he fixed his jump shot, man. This dude was Shaq-like from the free throw line shooting less than 50% from the free throw line, and now he's an average free throw shooter in the 70s, man. The amount of improvement this guy has made year over year is incredible. This guy works hard. He loves playing basketball, and he puts in the work in the offseason. And you can just see from fixing that form, it is not easy when you've been shooting that shot your entire freaking life. And after a couple of summers – he shoots normally now, which is incredible compared to – you watch his UCLA highlights, man. It's like a different player. Like legit. He's shooting sideways, and now he's got to yeah. shoot good form. I'm just like, damn. Lonzo Ball's a 38% three-point shooter. Welcome to Chicago, man. Yeah. We're going to give you a Eight nice days. contract. We're going to pay you well, Lonzo, because his upside, man. I don't even think he's hit his upside at all. This guy was the number two draft pick, man. His upside coming out of college, he was like, people compared to a modern day Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd, a yep. modern day Jason Kidd, and I still believe he could reach that ceiling because he's got the length, he's got that flexism, he's got a way better jump shot. Oh. Like, he's got a way better jump shot. The only thing is, Jason Kidd was more aggressive. Lonzo was more of a passive guy. If he gets a little more aggressive, gets a little more LaMelo ball in his mind, man, dude, he could be as good as LaMelo ball because they, they yeah. came from the same deck. From the same mom, from the same ball house in Chino Hills, man. They got the same genetics. They're like the oh, same man. player. They should be the same type of player, man. So, Lonzo Ball get a little more dogging a little more aggressiveness, man. Pair him with Zach Levine. Those booch. Oh, booch, man. Oh he my goodness, charges, man. Vooch. AK yeah. gotta get it done, man. Yeah. Told me He's... what? Sit your back ass on the bench and be the sixth man that you are. Yo. Man. Nothing wrong with being a six man. But that's your role. We get the starting point guard. I'm giving you twenty plus million dollars a year. Lonzo ball. Yeah. 100%. I'm, giving you, I'm giving you a five year deal, a hundred million.
1: Really? Well I was you. thinking, I was thinking I, you might get like a four-year, ninety million dollar deal. Something like that. I could see him getting that like yeah, four years, you know, 20, 22 and a half a little and bit. And a half, yeah, I yep. feel like that's that's a pretty standard one. Four years, that's solid. You know, he, he would still get another another really good contract being in his prime, mm-hmm. you know, barring any major injuries, of course. But, too, I agree with you, man. He's got to come to Chicago. I mean, they're the biggest – that's their biggest need. It's been needed to be addressed for a couple years now. They thought Kobe White was going to come in. And do it. Kobe White's more of a microwave man. He comes in and he'll give you 15 a game. He's off Jordan for
2: Clarkson. He's
1: There's Jordan Clarkson. For that. He's a low. He's a Lou Williams, a Jordan Clarkson, a Jamal Crawford. Those types of players that just come in, they heat up quick. They get back on the bench. They give you 20, 25 minutes a game, but they make it efficiently scoring, right? Kobe White needs to step up. I think he needs to mature a bit. He's too happy on the court all the time. I hate to say that because I like to see players happy, but at the same time, man, it's your job. I know you're on a shitty happy. team on the Bulls, but come on, man. Like, you know, ha- have a little bit more maturity. And I think that was the difference with Lonzo Balzu. I think LA was too much for him. I think it was too overwhelming. Yeah, I think real. he needed to leave. He needed to go to a smaller market, a kind of a younger, younger team, you know, less expectations and just work on his game to earn his next contract. And he did it perfectly. I mean, I don't think you could argue that he did anything wrong in those couple of years that he was down in New Orleans. I mean, he may have had, you know, I mean, they were they didn't have the best record as a team or anything like that, but him as an individual, one of the best, one of the best exponential increases of a player in in the past two years, in my opinion. I think him and Julius Randle are the two that I've seen that really took massive steps forward. And and look Zoot. I was always told growing up, man, that once you have your jump shot and you wait later on to fix it, it is extremely difficult to learn, to change your form, change that muscle memory, do it in fluidity, in motion, right? And he shoots 38% this past year, man. He had eight threes in one game. That was a big highlight for him. I think that this year clearly earned him a nice fat, at least at least $18 million a year in a contract. I think he'll, he'll, he'll end up getting over 20, like you said, Zoo. Oh, man, he's got to come to Chicago. I'm just nervous. LA is gonna outpay him. That's all I'm worried about. That's all. LA, which day? LA? Lakers. The Lakers. They don't have uh, enough money, man. They It would have to be a sign and trade. They're gonna do a sign and
0: trade. I think they're gonna pull it Who up. would they give? Like that's what I'm. I, man, give That's
1: true. I mean, it's tough on really good. A lot of the Lakers pull. Dude, they pull it off all the time, man, and I have no idea how. But, Zu, AK pulls I it, it off, too. Right. so.
0: You know what I didn't think about? It, I just thought about this. He's represented by Clutch. So. He is. I didn't even think about that. He was out
1: in L.A. to start, man. Yeah. He has
0: you ties know, to I the bus. this ball force?
1: sent him to Chicago,
2: man. He doesn't That's need L.A. more. L.A. Lonzo Ball was trash, man. I'm you know sorry. He was, was trash,
0: man. But he's a was he's better. You know who player. I think is a dark horse? Is the Babricks. I think he would look really good against Luca, uh, uh, beside Luca. A defensive guard that could take the best assignment. Luca could probably get off even more. And Luca yeah. needs a guy that could, that's like the perfect guy for Luca. He needs a guy to spot up, shoot, play defense. Yeah, because Luca can't really defend. <laughs> and, no, it's not even a conversation for Luca. Like, he's never been good to do that. I mean, I know so you want two, happen. So you want two true point guards in the Dallas Mavericks? Luca masquerading, man. I don't, like, he's a, he handles the ball, but he's not a, it's Luka's like, he's a like LeBron. He's yeah, not, LeBron a is a point, player. man. He's been playing points yeah, for the past past a couple he, years. I man. think LeBron is more of a point forward. He handles the ball, but I mean, he passes better than Luca. But Luca, to me, is just he handles It's like Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard handles the ball a lot. He plays point because he's short, but he's not a point guard. He's a score. Yeah, he's more of a. He's, he's
1: an AI. AI yeah. type, same type they of thing. They just handle you. the ball. A lot. Luca's just bigger. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's
1: a, Between he's the guy. two. That'd be but, a nasty combo, though, Sean. I agree yeah, that I just thought about C- that Cuban's always thinking of random stuff mm-hmm. like that too. Better hey, hey, do they, something, man. Luka Doncic, you don't want you to piss him off, man. He might not return to the Mavericks. That's true. Right? That's yeah. why maybe that's why it might be better for them to go for Kawhi Leonard if he's willing to walk.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought know that, that Kawhi. And... Yeah. Yeah. And Kawhi, they're they're home, company, man. man, that would be crazy.
1: And Lonzo's not at the point in his career where he's going to take less money. Right. To go wherever he's going to go with whoever can give him the most. Obviously, like you guys said, Lakers would need to do a sign and trade. I think they'd be open to it. They let, he likes being, I know, I know at first he didn't like being in the limelight, but the ball family in general likes to be in the limelight. I think Lonzo is the quietest of them all. And I think that that helped him with his work ethic. Um, but look, he could go. He, those are big markets in, at his disposal. He's at a tiny market right now. He needs to upgrade. He wants to go to a big market again. And he, and and it's either it's got to be either. I go, he, baby. How, he ain't go to the Knicks. He could go to the Knicks too. Nah, Who knows, got, man? They got point guards up there, man. They don't want to clog up
2: the point guard. That's they got, true. They got D Rose and Emmanuel quickly. Hey, man. but, but like-
1: him and him and Julius had play, played in LA together, man. So in LA, know. and they're both Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a little, you yeah, know, they might be on the phone a little bit, but then again, he is restricted. So, you know, it really just comes down to who wants to out, outbid the new, the, the Pelicans, but it seems like they're not going to, as you guys said, That's great. They're, they're probably not going to match. I'm surprised David Griffin. Which is kind of surprising. Having a leak
2: out that like, they're not going to match a substantial contract. for. I don't ball, understand
0: so. why they don't. He's one, they one of the, the bigger team. asses they got in the AD trade. I don't know. I what. mean, like, who's, who's going to be the point guard? They maybe
1: they might be trying to save up to bring in somebody big
2: maybe.
1: to pair up with Zion, but at the same time, and they did they, they that?
2: did try to Zion at point last <laughs> year and it was somewhat successful. All right, so
0: man. they might know. be yeah, trying. Zion out. playing point, I'm not watching NBA next year, man. I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm not watching Zion at point. He can bring the ball up every once in a while, but him initiating offense, I just don't want to see that. I'd rather, That's
1: I'd true. rather, I'd yeah. rather trust Jokic with that.
0: Yeah, I'd rather have Jokic running around doing that stuff than Zion. Not saying Zion couldn't develop that, but right now at this stage in his career, yeah, right well, now I don't want to yeah. see him doing that. So I think what we did establish is that Lonzo has is a good fit around a, like the entire league. So you know it's going to be interesting uh, thinking about the clutch factor. You know, I think they would want him to be in a big market. So you know that's probably about, that might eliminate some teams that can maybe be. I mean, Dallas is kind of a big market. Um, but you know, I think that's what they're gonna to try to gear uh, gear towards. So interested to see where he ends up signing, how that all plays out. Uh like I said, the NBA finals are on right now. Uh right now it's in halftime. I'm not sure he's even winning. I just kind of can't see the score. But you know, we're enough. gonna get yeah. Um pretty sure the next time we talk to you guys, depending on how the series goes, uh we might be able to get an episode in maybe around game six or seven. We'll see. Uh, but as usual, you guys, make sure you subscribe to our Instagram page, BullHeaded underscore pod. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, BullHeaded Podcast. Uh, like I said, we're on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, the whole nine. And as usual, for me, we push the zoo We're out.